Hello and welcome to another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Rada Nelia, and today I have a very special guest. On again is Alana Star Shamel, a certified clinical hypnotherapist, writer, researcher, and thought provoker. Back on for Deep Program Part 5. As we explore the unwinding from the deep level of programming given to us throughout the ages in order to keep us trapped in a lower density and in pieces, aka separation. Today's show is going to revolve around the concept of racism, the war of separation, and how racism is designed to keep us apart. Also, we're going to talk about past lives and how that can affect racism. Um, Of course, light codes and how you can activate your own. So much on this show. I cannot wait to share with you. So stay tuned and enjoy. Good morning, morning, Alana. Hi. Hi, welcome back. I'm so glad to be back. Yes. Always up to something, trying to decide (laughs) these interesting topics. So I'm glad to be back. (laughs) You know, this is a little bit of an edgy show, but I feel like we should just dive in because, you know, the realness is here. We might as well um, discuss it, right? Mm -hmm, Definitely. So, you know, we're going to talk about um, the effects of racism and, you know, if reincarnation is real, like, how does that affect us? I mean, many... Many questions here, but let's just jump in. Um, go ahead and start and just share. Um, yeah, so the reason why I I wanted to really kind of touch base on the deprogramming aspect of um, the programming and deprogramming aspects of racism and um, how it affects us on a, a reincarnated level, because, you know, we don't really talk a lot about reincarnation, but in my research and my studies, um, I'm, also, I'm actually certified to do past life readings. I don't necessarily conduct them all the time, but I think that part of my journey is just learning these modalities because they're going to come in hand um, sometime, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, racism, I feel like it's something that's injected into our consciousness and is something that is, um, you know, I grew up in the Los Angeles Valley. I grew up in a soup full of different races. I have a best friend that's Persian. I have a best friend. Um, I had a best friend when I was younger who was black I, or African, the way you want to say it. Um, mm-hmm. I had, you know, tons of Asian friends. I just, I, I definitely been uh, a victim of some form of racism, but they were always prejudiced things that you could tell were just kind of learned throughout, you know, some type of programming that happened, a fight that happened between the parents when they were younger and in a classroom setting or something like that. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's in it. Happen. And okay. so when it comes to reincarnation, I have to question um, when someone is talking about a general um, ethnicity uh, or race of people, do they take into a, account the, re, um, the reincarnation wheel? Because uh, uh-huh. I think that we're kind of on this tree of life, on this uh, reincarnation uh, wheel. 
and we're yeah. playing out different archetypes and different roles at different times. And I don't think, I'm not sure if we look the same or all I know is that some form of its consciousness is in, is in me, inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I can feel it and I've tapped into it and I've, I've met with tons of people who have similar experiences. And so um, I kind of just wanted to briefly give the definitions of program and deprogram just because we haven't done that and this is our fifth episode. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that um, program is a planned series of future events, items or performances, a weekly program of films, um, a sheet or booklet giving details of items or performers of an event or performance, a theater program uh, to provide a program for someone uh, or for a consciousness. So we learn how to program our lives consciously as an example. And some of it we learn and some of it it's taught to us and arranged according to the plan or schedule. And so if you look at a divine blueprint blueprint, and we are all separated, then maybe our divine blueprint is to come back as one and to realize that our differences mm-hmm. are here to, uh, to expand our consciousness and to become mm-hmm. more, you know, in this golden age, it's really important. I see a lot of... Um, amazing African speakers talking about, uh, you know, white people are this and that, you know, and that they're not really humans and all these things. And I, I can agree with some of that, but when it comes down to it, I do feel connected to those other ethnicities, therefore, um, which is why I bring up being Wait, can you, can you say that again? I didn't, I didn't hear that. White people aren't humans. I never heard that before. <laughs> Man, I can't remember what I said now because I was going in a. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, said, you said that like um how how you know some races are saying like white people aren't human. Oh, okay. <laughs> so for instance, there is the speaker, um, young Pharaoh. I listened to him, and I I agree with almost everything he says about you know chakras, and he's very enlightened. But when he talks about um, who white people are and where we come from, he says that white people are. Um, like cock Asians, like we're dead versions of Asians and that we're dead and that we're not, we're not anything important because we don't have melanin. And so um, it kind of like hit me at the sore spot because I feel very connected to African roots, even being white as I am. And so uh, I think that there's something that has to do with our DNA being connected to everything um, that is, if we can tap into it. So that's what I was trying to say when I brought up um, the sayings that people were saying about white people. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm talking a lot. I want to let you chime in. So let me just give the definition for deprogrammed and then I'll let yeah. you chime in. Okay. So Please. deprogram is a re- to release someone from apparent brainwashing, typically that of a religious cult by the syst- systematic reindoctrination of conventional values. So I love how that was like the basic, the basic definition had to do with brainwashing and that of religious cult because you know in some ways religion does play a huge part in all these things so I'll let you take it from there mm-hmm. well, that's beautiful I mean it's it's thank you for sharing all that so much information so much to think about um I, I mean I don't mind touching on all all the all the topics um you know sometimes they're touchy we're not here to offend anyone we're just here to have a conversation and see what comes through um, I think, you know, it's important to talk about things because if you don't, they, they stay dormant, they stay stuck, and they stay in their unconscious pattern. So even by talking about things, if any of this triggers you guys, just know, like, our intent is is just to explore 
and to expand and to heal really we're both healers at the end of the day so um so yeah we've been going through through this war for a very long time and this is part plays on part of the psychological warfare that's been going on war has come in many different forms the number one form is separation all right separating the races separating um classes separating sexes you know gender gender wars um it all it's like how many how many ways can we separate you from your divinity yeah we're like we're in parts right we're in parts and that's and that causes a great fragmentation to our consciousness right so we're we're always thinking we're separate and fragmented and we do have a lot of healing to do like so much healing and um and i was writing about what it was like growing up in palo alto as a as a brown girl but but my mother lived on the other side of the tracks which was east palo alto and at that time it was the highest homicide rate in the in the u.s you know it was like the scariest place to live basically the hood um and it was literally one bridge over like it was like man mega mansions and then you cross the bridge and all of a sudden you're in you're in another world and i so i you know being multi-ethnic myself i'm i'm both you know um that's why i was really glad to have this uh, conversation with you because you do give me such um, ancient roots as well i feel you know you're shamanic healer and it's definitely goes back really far so it really does but but we're we're here to heal this and i just i love you alana you're such a great soul you're such an old soul and i know like we've been everything you know and um and but it, but for me it was really important to have that experience to be able to see the stark contrast of how it is in one r- world almost a world of like light and rainbows and then you cross a bridge and it's a world of darkness um and not just pigment but like a world energetically of darkness and how this how this can possibly be you know like it it was very intense of course i went back there and it's completely gentrified now right but um but but sometimes just being in one, like when you separate the races like that, um, you're, you're, get, you're not giving enough opportunity to the people who are on the other side of the tracks because they can't cross the over. The spectrum. Yeah, exactly. The spectrum, they can't cross over as easily and get jobs in the, in the Palo Alto area, right, where it's really, really beautiful. <clears throat> and I went to school in Palo Alto. Really? Awesome. I was born in Palo Alto, Stanford. <laughs> it's so beautiful out there it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful i've lived in los altos hills i mean so i've i've had a really weird eccentric childhood where i've been amongst the wealthiest and then also i've been amongst the poorest like both you know so i've had that duality um i've really experienced the duality of like life of color of race of all of that gender um but i think it's all part to have more compassion for all because we have so much healing to do. And, and so going back to, have you been a different race in, in your past life? You know, that's such a great question. I mean, I've done regressions and future lifetimes where I've been like an alien, you know what I mean? (laughs) Not not even like a human. Well, not just about past lives, but can we ask, can we figure out if it matters in our ascension process? I mean, where we're going as a whole, because we're all here now and we're all like trying to figure out mm -hmm. who was here first and who did this first. And it's like, 
you know, cre- creation's laughing at us because like we created each other probably of some sort, you know, like just to give each other difference. Well, we did. We came here to have contrast. We came here to learn from each other, to be teachers and to be students from each other. But we didn't come here to hate each other. The sun hits us all the same. One of us might burn, but it doesn't mean that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're heartless or we're soulless. Um, No. Um, So so going back to that question, I would say that, uh, you know, what it comes down to is really consciousness. Like if if. That's why really in religious texts, they're really like, this is the one life and you better devote it, you know, to God in this form, in this white form. And then if you don't, you're going to go to hell. But, um, but there's nothing about past lives there. Right. And so why? Because really our, our multidimensional abilities can give us insight into our deepest healing you know I think if we can figure out I'm glad I've done so many past life regressions and so many um future life you know regression or I don't know what you call it but future life um healings too because um you're able to see that that you you're not just one and that we choose like one lifetime you could have been one of the slave owners that went to Africa to get slaves brought them over and um, been a traitor. And then the next lifetime, you could have been, you know, a colored person yourself. Do you, you, know, or do you think that we are, we are also can, can also just be connected to the, they say that, you know, trauma gets passed down. Things can get passed down, not just trauma, yeah. but, you know, obviously gifts, everything gets passed down. So could we be partially a new soul and part of our souls that's passed on you know for instance for instance my grandmother my great-grandmother's name is ruth star with the two r's and i was named after her and she died right before i was born literally like months before i was born um and and i was like i came into the world by this chance you know so or was it divinely in a blueprint with with this timing cycle where i got part of that energy in me from her time on earth um so I know that's a lot, it's an earful, but I would just wonder how it affects us. And if we are, if we're like, I don't want to get too off topic, but I heard from a different researcher of past lives that um, they question, are we memories? Because sometimes we have deja vus, like mm-hmm. we've been here already. So are we viewing memories of our different timelines that we're on in some way? Absolutely. It's all of the above. That's why it's so confusing to be a human. I mean, um, I've been in, that's why like going to certain places when you travel, I've traveled to places that I've been already. Like when I went to Italy, I had deja vu. I was standing right there in the Roman empire, which was, which is completely like destroyed now. And like, I was filled with memories. So, you know, we, we do have all of that. We're, we're like, we're data systems. We are consciousness. So we don't, we can't escape our, our past consciousness, right? We can only evolve it. We have to evolve with our consciousness. We don't just, it doesn't just delete, right? Even if we lived another life, that's why we can have um, feelings that we do that don't make any sense, right? So you know, like I was saying, we, we play different roles. Like that's how karma is too. What one lifetime, you're the good guy. One time you're the bad guy or whatever. So whatever who wrote that. the play? Who wrote the play? And if it's a program of future oh, events right. in this matrix, 
then it's very well that the way we're programmed to behave towards each other is something we have to get out of and deprogram. Well, we have to deprogram, but we're also, but what we don't know is that we're also the programmers. So we, we, it's, it's simultaneously both. And I know that sounds really. No, no, it makes a lot of sense. Because complicated. Like we, look, we look down at ourselves, right? We look down at ourselves. Like we're nothing. We're nobody. You know, there's only one God and they, it's all up to them. Um, but at the same time, we are co-creating. That's why I, I always say we are co-creators. You're a co-creator. I'm a co-creator. The listener is a co-creator. We are simultaneously creating this reality together. And that's why we have different timelines because not everyone's going to co-create the same reality. You know, like you and I might create the same reality because we want a world of peace and love and, and we want abundance and joy and all the good things that life is, you know, and, and, other people might want to insist on keeping war and hate and prejudice going, right? So as far I as I think free that has to do goes, with them that it has to do and I, I like to bring in the music industry because this show is about um, you know, mind control and deprogramming. And I think that I don't wanna I'm not trying to say that creation art is bad and the things that we're doing is all bad. But I think that who we are is shown in the things that we create and how we make our art and how we express ourselves really shows our true colors. And mm -hmm. when we watch the music industry, they create these drama roles between relationships and lovers and things that they act out that are not really real. It's like they create drama to have things to write, to sing about. And I think that that actually does perpetuate the split in consciousness that has to do with um, how we're healing these collective wounds because they're constantly, you know, in our face all the time by what we're creating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the program that, that is, um, you know, you mentioned before how some movies, how come they don't get funding? How come these horrid movies get funding and um how that has to do with the splitting of our ra of our races. Mm -hmm. I see yeah, so, all different things. Go ahead. Well, well, I mean, I think, I think, you know, there's one faction of the agenda that's totally funded. Right. So it's a little bit, it's easy because, um, you can all these ways to, um, to, to, to completely brainwash people. Right. And, and unfortunately it's up to us due to free will if we want to be brainwashed so we can sit in front of the TV and Good watch point. all the commercials and download ourselves. If I want to go out and get some Pepsi or Coke or um, whatever, you know, that's um, what I think until I look around and I'm like, do half these people know what's happening to them? No, of course not. Do we? We're not. We are unconscious. Most people are unconscious of what's going on. Absolutely not. I wish I could act like it. I wish I could act like it doesn't, um, you know, I don't see it and just play along with this, with this, with the matrix, you know, it's, it's fun to just be in it. But then when you really sit back and look at it and you unwind, you definitely question things and you get in conversations like these. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it, these are so important, you know, these are important topics to talk about and it's okay to go, to go and explore and, um, you know, you were asking like, how does having a different or being a different race affect our past lives or this lifetime? Um, and what I want to say is that like, 
you need to be a programmer, okay, people? If you're listening, you need to be your own programmer, someone to help you. Um, because we have access to everything inside of us. Like, it's all data, right? Data. We're data systems. And so you have to, um, you know, that's why you go to hypnotherapists. So you can figure out what data is stored there that you didn't know you had, positive or negative. Until you understand that you're the tool, like you, you're the toolbox, you have everything inside of you, you have to take charge of that and start unwinding it. You know, we don't have to do anything, but, but if you want to move forward, then you're going to have to, otherwise you're just going to roll down a hill like a snowball. Um, and does this matter to ascent in ascension? And the answer is yes, absolutely matters because we are here as sleeping programmers, right? to um, wake up and to start rearranging things inside of us. Like we have all of it. Like, so that's where forgiveness comes in. That's what I was saying earlier. We could have been the slave owner and we could have been the slave both. Okay. I, I just want to say that um, we don't get to really get away without feeling both sides of the spectrum. So that's where forgiveness comes in, forgiving the self for any atrocity atrocities performed on others and forgiving self for um creating that karma right and then i think when you start to do that you're starting to heal the wound it starts to disintegrate because what keeps everything tied together like really bonded i guess um is the trauma that's the one thing that keeps everything like bonded and I mean not in a good way that's a negative bondage we want to break free from bondage of illusion that keeps the illusion going so we illusion and delusion and we want to be co-creators of our reality and you mentioned karma and if we're talking about ascension do you think that um the karma that we get in these lives are from our our past lives because if you were in fact um a slave owner or a slave in a different life of some sort then you would have certain feelings mm -hmm. ad accidentally towards another race i mean you got what yeah. to say i think karma has a lot to do with it karma has a ton to do with everything and they that's why they don't talk about it in the scriptures or anything either because you won't be free from your karma unless you unless you look at it and heal it, right? You just keep recreating more and more. And I think that is one road you can take. You can take this life and create as much negative karma. You have the free will to do so. <laughs> but um, you, you also have the free will to break out and to start releasing that which no longer serves you. Like when I do Akashic Record reading, so when I go into the Akashic Records of someone... Um, we want to make sure the lesson is downloaded to them and then we can release the pattern, release the belief or release the program. We don't have to keep it running. You don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Um, but, but, but the soul, see, the soul needs to know that it got the, um, that it got the lesson and what happens a lot in, the, in this matrix system and, you know, from my channelings and a free, feel free to think your own, you know, but um, people get when they're leaving this of their life, right, they die, 
then they go into they go into there's multiple places they can go but sometimes and i've seen this where people go into i mean it sounds bizarre but almost a um an ai type of death experience where where ai will pretty much lead you down a this light and then um, replay your life but then it won't be complete as if you didn't complete what you were supposed to complete or something it, and so your soul registers that it didn't complete it and it has to redo it again mm. yeah so um i mean that's not the case for everything but that 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 is something that came up in some of my channeling so we we sometimes get played back um a story as if we didn't complete it. So that's why when I go into people's Akashic records, a lot of times they have completed something, but, it, but it's not marked as complete. Hmm. Does that make sense? Right. So you're still searching for it. So you're still searching for it. And even though you've already completed that, that, and that can keep you in a loop. And sometimes we get caught in artificial karmic loops too. Right. And when I, when I say program, you know, we, we know that when they refer to the to the matrix, we call these matrix builders. They're builders of the the matrix. And mm-hmm. um, when we look at different programs that are injected into consciousness through um, this one, I found really interesting. You know, I always refer to ascensionglossary.com and the aggressor program is to instigate forms of intimidation and bullying through very variety of techniques to manipulate or control other people or exert power over a situation or group. So intimidation um, is used in this aggressor programmer or programming. And the reason why I bring that up is because it might have something to do with the way um, music has fun- is, uh, become popular because there's a lot of aggression in it, I see. And yeah. I think that's very intimidating and it creates this, uh, <laughs> this, this like, fr- this, you know when the feathers get ruffled on a chicken when they're really upset mm-hmm. like I just feel like it creates this flare in um the way people their their behavior comes out when they listen to it and I just it's not that I'm telling anyone to stop listening to anything I still listen to it but I definitely know when I'm affected by it I've known for for a long time the effect that I received from certain music and frequencies so yeah. um frequency control is real and it, this is just something to help wake people up to be more present to the moment it's true speaking to myself here too like you know it is so true what you listen to you become so you know um if we're listening to it's everything is a mantra words are mantra you know that's how we co-create and so with our words i am presence bringing the bringing the mantras out through through words and then also listening to mantras. So that's why we listen to mantra music because it's healing and clearing. Um, but, you know, music has made a really turn for the worse. Like it's shit, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say it. It's shit. I mean, the, the mainstream music, I can't handle listening to the radio. It is not appealing. There's absolutely nothing that I want to listen to out there. Um, I, I like indie artists and people that are a little more indie because they don't have to conform to this hatred you know but understand a lot of artists they have to go through their own rigorous programs and they get rigorously programmed um and therefore they they don't have total free will and also 
what they put out is really subject to what um, what is, you know, checked as or approved of, right? So you can't really just put out what you truly want from your heart and soul because that's not how it works in the music industry. You have to sort of put out what is on the agenda. Um, and, and you Hence, know, it, that makes sense why Katy Perry comes out with I Kissed a Girl first, and then she starts singing about awakening or something. And it's just funny, you know, they start off that way to get your attention. Yeah, they'll do anything shocking to get your attention. It's all for, you know, shock and show. But I mean, at the end of the day, is it moving your soul? Is it touching you? It's all poppy, like even the rap, everything. It's just garbage and um, absolute garbage. And so I can't listen to it. Like whatever happened to things like Billie Holiday, Frank Sinatra, you know, things that had soul that touched you, like opened your heart. So, So music is meant to open your heart. It's art from the heart. It's not crappy stuff, you know, like it's meant to move you. It should move you. And if it doesn't move you, um, if it inspires you to think that you're a badass for no reason, then it's probably, you know, I don't know. It's not really good. It's not really like for your highest and best good. Um, I just went to this concert this weekend and, and learned about synth music. Have you heard of that? Yeah. It's, it's really cool. But, um, but it was like interesting, like how they integrated like spirituality, at least the shows that I went to with it. And um, there was like the world and the universe playing in the background. And it was so cool and so beautiful. And um, you could tell the artists were really passionate about it and, uh, you know, I love indie artists. I think because... in overall, we're learning free will of how to use our gifts. Mm-hmm. Because all of these things that we have to sing, to dance, to perform, we can do. We're, we're creating so much now. And I think that what we do with our, our power, what we do with our gifts is really important. And to be more conscious of who, what you're being involved in mm-hmm. and giving your soul to. <laughs> It's so important, you know, um, I didn't, I didn't come on the show to like put people down, but, but I mean, but I do find the music that's, that's on the radio very offensive. Like it just doesn't resonate with me on any way, shape or form. So I'm really grateful for the indie artists that are standing in their truth and, and wisdom and, and bringing forth really cool, interesting, unique, beautiful music that's, um, maybe not out there as much, you know, um, so, so you, we want to talk about how the programs are used to distract us from our divinity and our connection with nature. Yes, that's where we're getting at with all of this. That's where we're getting at. Yeah, and by no means, you're right. We're, I, I do tend to get in these, uh, you know, these rants about all these programs and things, but they're important just to know, and I would never... Um, put someone's art down overall like I'm just not a hater that people are creating things so well but, yeah yes. but, but there but there are but at the same time like we are being honest and saying it's not always going to be for your highest and best good if 12 year old you know 12 year olds are listening to mainstream artists and all they're talking about is sex or violence right or how um I'm I got more bling than you I don't think that's good either so you know what I mean? As far as nothing like, sacred, nothing is sacred. Nothing sacred. Like if I and was that's a parent, back to nature. Yeah, if I was a parent, I wouldn't let my kid listen to that. I would not because, yeah, I would want my kid to grow up in an organic environment where they can truly discover the divinity of themselves. Because I think it's a violation of our imagination.
we're when we're little we're meant to be we're meant to be as open and connected to nature as possible and oh my goodness i'm seeing a black snake whoa okay right now that's amazing right now a black snake is so beautiful oh my gosh it's right in my back i have my and also my it's 309 um at 909 a.m when that happened the nine wow <laughs> we just oh completed this we just completed a, a checkpoint <laughs> that was incredible well, you know that you mentioned me. the how nature and i think that the reason why a lot of these programs happen is to kind of just like chemtrails we need a certain amount of sunlight we need a certain light amount of information to activate our dna and um that is through nature because there is a port there's portals and so it's all interconnected through this morphogenic field and mm-hmm. and consciousness comes together that way and i think that when we are, are when we're wrapped up in all these distractions uh we tend to not receive this information coming in from consciousness from nature and Mm -hmm. it's collecting and siphoning our energy when we're in aggressive states and when we're in our lower minds it's the entities that feed off of us and during these times you can call them uh, you know I I just learned about the machine elves but that's a different story there's so many different um, programs not programs I'm trying not to use that word so much but we, it collects our louche, our, it's a term referred mm-hmm. to our emotional energy that's radiated yeah. by us. Louche. Let's talk about louche for a minute. It's the juicy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's some juicy stuff, y'all. That's why, that's why it's, that's why there, there is so much um, fear program or fear, fear propaganda that's created because the louche is juicy and, you know, um, lower, uh, you know, lower end entities feed off of it except lower end entities have higher technology isn't that ironic but yeah so i love that so you know this want... stuff i just love it like, it's like this is what we're talking about and we got it. it but you know so it's it's important to understand like this is what they use as their use you know their beauty serum they're what <laughs> they make themselves youthful like they can live forever feeding off of louche which is what so it's like the negative energy the fear we produce when in we're our threat- body. when we're threatened or harmed or, yeah. or being uh, killed in our soul some way it's like producing a traumatic pain um like a radiation a radiating light of not light but um it's an energy it's an essence but it's but it's an essence of fight or flight live or die it's an essence that you don't want to be radiating because it's harmful it's it's causing harm to your being and it's also causing like a break in your in your aura it's breaking your your energy field apart but but these beings they feed off of it and they've been feeding off of us we are we are a um colony for them of food just like any you know a chicken ranch or a cow farm except um the the slaughter is not like it's not like a just a quick slaughter it's almost a, a milking you know so- when you milk a cow you're slowly milking the person for their louche and it has to, and then they have to recover and then you milk them again. I want to give they an recover. example of how, of how the louche is created. So mm-hmm. say there's um, uh, like a couple that came together and um, it's what they call like an alien love bite where a relationship is set up and there's so much drama in the relationship that they're constantly getting their energy siphoned. One person is constantly like 
or both of them are constantly fighting with each mm-hmm. other. It's like there's never a point of rest. And then they feed off of their um, their pain, so so to say. And yeah. those entities come through those kind of relationships, or even just people online that are just really mean and aggressive. Um, and you get and you get upset in that moment, or just like you know, in so many different cases, we give off this. Um, it's like just imagining there's like these siphoning machines over your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. when these situations happen. It's interesting. I mean, but when you think about it, you know, um, it's like this is a big farm. It's a big farm and lots of people. And so that's a lot of loosh. But but the but see, the thing is, if we if we become whole and healed and release our trauma, it's like we're taking away their direct food supply. It's a threat. And and so they they don't want to let that happen. And that's why, you know, a lot of false flag events are created because they're loose producing machines right right Mm -hmm. um that's going to create that fear and that oh oh my gosh this world is so dangerous and um you know they don't put in the news the good things people are doing and there's so many great people doing so many good things it's unbelievable i'm i'm so proud of all the people that are doing beautiful things creating beautiful lives creating harmony creating um, organic living and, uh, you know, uh, sustainable villages and like things that are really newsworthy, maybe new inventions. Uh, there's just so much positive going on. You guys don't get me wrong. Like there are people, we have so many people that are doing beautiful, incredible, wonderful things in the world. I wish there was like a positive news station where we could, um, we could really celebrate and celebrate too the positive, impactful things that our brothers and sisters are doing, it's its the opposite of the loose, right? And so, but you have to know about the loose first before stop creating it, you know? You have but to is that, do you think that's part of the reason why we're in this, um, the definition of program is a, is a set of future events? And that's why I said the blueprint earlier is that maybe in some way, um, we have these blockages and we're introduced to this kind of negative aspect first. Um, so we can find our way through the darkness and illuminate our consciousness to become um, these pillars of heaven on earth for other people to come out of it. Cause I really think that there's a reason for why we're suffering because I, you know, I just definitely think that we're in some type of correction right now of we are. our ways of being. So I think it's all relevant on the sad point, although I, I hate it and I love talking about it at the same time because it it's so frustrating when it you could feel so much and like it's like when does it end? Yeah, I no, know? I understand. But at the same time, it's like it's also you get to decide when it begins every day. You can be make exactly. a new version of yourself if you can get out of um, and realize these har- this harvest of souls that's going on, kind of, and just be more aware and and more conscious of our actions. It's that's oh my goodness, beautiful, absolutely beautiful what you just said. And and you know, the term harvest of souls is so correct. And going back to to race and racism, um, that's really one of the biggest ways that they can loose you. (laughs) So you gotta get loose, you know, through um getting getting like feeling feeling angry or feeling hate or feeling fear or feeling any of that. Um 
you know, those emotions that are artificially created sometimes are, are really, um, so that, so that these beings can have more loose. It's not really even about race anymore. Now it's just about feeding. Right. Um, so if we can understand that we're actually really, really in this together, like we're so aligned, we really should come together that we're not enemies that we have so much in common that if we could understand that we are the we right now we're like the humans right? we're not enemies but they're predators there are really predators there no there i'm not i'm not just making that go away there there are predators and there are wolves in sheep's clothing that um you know are out there and not only that there's a lot of non-humans that are out there looking like humans mm-hmm. you know and we we live in a world that is filled with illusion. So you have to wake up, people. Snap, snap, snap. You know, have your tea and wake <laughs> up, you know, or coffee. But don't keep on sleeping. Don't sleep your way through this because you're going to, um, you're just going to continue to perpetuate this old program. And it's time to for us to wake up together so that we can step into the light together. If we could all work in harmony, my gosh, we, we would have a, a new world right here, right now. So this is, it's time for us to just say, hey, we're not enemies. Like none of, none of us, like we have to stop this playing these 3D games, these manipulation games. We didn't create them, but we play them. And so do we want to step out together and find a new world? Or do we want to continue to perpetuate the pain and continue to feed the pain body and the, the loose producing machines that we are, you know? I know. Um, so so we were talking about um, going, receiving light, right? Receiving light, light codes that come in. Um, and, and you asked, you know, does it, does it matter what color you are when you receive light codes, right? Right. So I, w- I would say absolutely not. It doesn't matter. The light is the light. And um, you have to just, it's about your consciousness more than anything, you know? So like me, I just go into the forest and sometimes what was it five days ago, three, whatever. I am really bad at time in real life, yeah. <laughs> but um, there was a light coming through and I got the downloads and the lights coming in for you people, every single person on earth, 24, seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's all there for you. And it's up to you if you want to receive them. But you have to start deleting old programs to make room for this light. Because it, once it starts to infiltrate you, um, you're going to need more space. Like, you can't keep all the junk mail in there. You can't keep all the that's old That's right. Programs. You have to remove the data mm-hmm. that's stored in your memory, that's stored in your mind, and make room for the light, the information. Yeah. Beautiful. It's really important to get some to stand in the sun and receive. If you don't want to sun gaze and look directly in it, um, it, you know, I wouldn't recommend it right away doing it, but I definitely recommend closing your eyes and focusing on the middle of your forehead and receiving because the sun, it just, you need to do just like the trees and plants do. They turn their face toward the sun and they grow mm-hmm. and it's really important. And a lot of people are scared of the sun and there are, um, there's just a lot of information that comes from it and you learn both from the sun and the moon, but there's something there for sure. I love, I love going to a sunset. Um, and then when the sun's coming down, I don't obviously look directly at the sun, stare at it. <laughs> I want to, but, um, but I stare, I mean, I sort of softly gaze and have a soft gaze and look 
you know, maybe to this, just a little bit to the side where I'm seeing it. And then I let the light rays infiltrate my eyes and it starts to download into my system is saturating my system with light codes and Mm -hmm. these codes activate inside of you. Um, There are many, many different kinds of codes, but we need to start activating our codes because they've been deactivated, you know, and it's only our job to do it. If you want to open up to the codes, open. If you don't... And then sit in the dark and sit in the dark to produce melatonin. Mm -hmm. To um, also receive, um, I believe, I believe the Divine Mother comes that way a lot. So in the dark, in the darkness, in the womb area. So beautiful. I feel like we could go on another tangent about <laughs> I mean, we you know, have so Rada, I'm really about. starting to think that maybe we're just mo- we're just meant to do it, you know? Just <laughs> we're we don't have to time anything and there's no perfect way to have these conversations. No. I learned so much from from people that were just daring enough to open their mouth and speak what they felt was they felt was true. Mm-hmm. And like I like to tell people, sometimes I pull things out of my ass. Sometimes I really research mm-hmm. this stuff hard and true. Mm-hmm. And um, it's up to you to do your own research in the end of the day. Yeah. Because this is your journey and this is just our perception. Exactly. And we're, just, you know, we all have different filters about how we're taking it in. So take what you want and release what you don't. And, you know, it's always up to you. You're your own sovereign being. So take responsibility for that and know that you can find what you came to find by by looking by searching and being a divine seeker of the light right so today we're tying in reincarnation um possible theories on how racism is perpetuated through the program and how we can get out of it and how it's related to nature that's basically what we just cleared up or got into anything else No, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. And um, if you have any parting words before we leave. Um, Well, just thank you for having me on here and for, you know, whoever your listeners are. And I think that this is part of history right here. Absolutely. these, these, These little conversations, these big conversations. So I'm just uh, glad to know you, Radha, and your wisdom is also awesome to work with Mm, the feeling is so so mutual so much love so much respect to you and all the listeners sending you out so much love know that you are so worthy and if you have any topics that you want us to cover that you think that they've um you it's come to your mind please feel free to reach out to rada and let her know that you want to hear us talk about it absolutely yes please do that would be incredible so we're we're here for you (laughs) (laughs) so much love have a beautiful day you as well Rada